Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is always, as always, is my co-host, Will. Say hello, buddy. I am pumped. He looks amped. I am. I'm excited. We're recording tonight. I know, man. It's been a little while. We had a little little Thanksgiving break. A little Thanksgiving break. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, And as always, we're enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What did I rope you into tonight? Um, Actually, well, you're drinking your usual. I'm, I'm drinking Diet Pepsi tonight yeah. because uh, I, I had a, had a really tall Widmer Hefeweizen with dinner, so I'm, I'm settling down a little bit. There might be a, we're recording two podcasts tonight, so yeah. there might be a little something on the second. Excuse me, on the second one, I made you try something. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to talk about what I'm drinking tonight. And by the gods, uh, wow! So, <laughs> 21st Amendment Brewing Company. Cool name, cool brewing company. I can't remember the IPA they did that I that I picked up. They do this stuff in cans. It's very nice. Um, they do a seasonal, mm-hmm. and it is called Fireside Chat. I love it. And and as a historian, you're amped. I, I mean, am. It's and got, it's got FDR on the cover. It's got Homeboy on the can. front. Uh, it's 7.9%. It's a winter spiced ale. I'm, I'm going to be lucky to get through this can. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can. <laughs> I'm going to get through this can because we have a lot to do tonight. And I'm gonna go back to my other. Uh, one is enough on this. Yeah, you gotta get back to your hoppiness. It's very good, but again, I'm feeling festive. You are. You know, we just we just got uh, you know Thanksgiving passed, and I'm I'm, I'm you just got good. your tree up. Yeah, man, the tree is up. The kids are asleep. I'll get to more of that later, but yeah, I mean, it's been uh, it's nice. I think this is the right beer. It is. It's a good choice for the night. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and of course, we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter, Will is at I am Will Griggs, we're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and I'm still working on Google Play, if you haven't heard, Google Play is... Uh, yeah, you're working on Google do... Play, and I'm, yeah. and I'm actually still trying to get our app finally loaded on yeah, iTunes. Yeah. We have things happening. We do, and I, I, for some reason, are having to reevaluate the app that I designed, which is like the most basic app yeah. ever. Well, so look, we'll we, we have more than that happening. We do. On the side. We have and, lots of stuff happening on the side. And so Google Play is just the precursor to all of that. It is. So eventually we'll be on Google Play. But until then, iTunes, Stitcher, find us there. Give us likes, ratings, positive ratings. Look, we got another one. We do. We like the love. <laughs> and look, thank you to our latest uh, five-star rating. Still perfect record. Yep. I'm not trying to pat our own backs here, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so thank you. Keep doing that. We would really appreciate uh, more of those. And uh, I would like to get a lot. I mean... The cool thing is, if you go on iTunes, and yes. I notice this, if you look up our podcast, we are in some of the same, they, you know, iTunes suggests other people right. who have if subscribed you like this, to you like. Yeah. And, and look, some of the big boys are up there, man. Like, you know, Routini Cast, Bad Feeling Podcast, Sotor Escape Podcast, Toro Cast, which although is no longer a thing, and of course, uh, Curling Run Radio. So, shout outs to all our people. We are nowhere close to where you're at, but. <laughs> I I really do enjoy the fact that people are like, hey, I also like these guys, so thank you. Is that is that you know is that arrogant? The, no, but the way that you're talking about this reminds me of you know we <laughs> oh, we here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. no, 
I feel like what I said was straightforward, and now you're going to say a thing. But please. No, this is where my 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 deep cuts of pop culture knowledge come through. Because, uh, you know, we're both Stephen Moffat fans. I mean, we, we like Doctor Who. We yep. like... And, but I've said on numerous occasions that I love Coupling, which was his I've seen a few comedy that he did, it's funny. you know, a decade and a half ago. Well, there and this actually hits you on two beats. There's this one character in there named Jane, and she okay. is badass crazy, right? Okay. And she says she's vegetarian. Okay. And somebody says, you're not vegetarian. And she goes, well, I'm not strictly vegetarian, no. <laughs> I know some vegetarians. We tend to like the same films. <laughs> so if you like us, you may like... Coupling? No, it's just it's. I'm like, joking. It's you like, might you like know, some of these other podcasts that yeah, are better than us. Well, yeah, we're not as good as other podcasts, but we talk about the same <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I think that sums it up pretty good, dude. <laughs> I'm just rolling here. Sorry, <laughs> that was pretty. Good. At least I can make myself laugh. Oh, I think that's important. So we do have the timestamps in the show notes. Don't forget, if you're not a Swotor fan, jump to our very beefy Star Wars and or our very beefy uh, pop culture section, which will be a thing this week. Uh, patreon.com slash usual podcast if you want to give us a buck or two an episode. We are going to do another drawing, I think, on episode 50, which I think will be pretty epic. Or we might just wait till it's our year episode. We haven't quite decided yet, but it'll be around the same time, won't it? Uh, do the math. Do, let's see, two, six more weeks. So we're looking at, actually, right about our, yeah. our, our year anniversary will probably be about episode 48, depending on if we have to take okay. a break for Christmas. All right. So, yeah. So around episode 50, we're going to do another drawing. I wanted to say thanks to Nick for hooking up our winner, Dan the Man. Oh, awesome. Thank you, Nick. Uh, with our, with his hypercrate. Please let us know, tweet us, let us know how many epic loots you got. And if you want to float an act dog our way, don't do it because enjoy that. But if you have an extra three, <laughs> I mean, you can give us one or two. That'd be badass. Thanks, man. Uh, but anyway, congrats again to Dan the Man. And thanks, Nick, for donating those hypercrates to our contest. That means I don't have to buy them. <laughs> that means I can buy my own and get oh, dude, nothing told, out of it. Dude, I totally just realized that <laughs> the sale was over the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. I totally missed the sale and I was going to buy hypercrate. I sure did too. And that's, and that's okay. It is what it is. And I also want to thank our newest patron. We got another one, bro. We got another one. And I love the pennies start rolling in. We're going to roll them. And eventually we're going to get to 15 bones an episode and we're going to call these people and they're going to be like, um, I can't be on your show. I know. <laughs> you know what we're going to do is we're going to make it rain with all the pennies. They're just going to go up in the air and we're going to be like, oh my eye, my eye. Everybody's going to go to the hospital with bruises. Okay. <laughs> so Jazzy Cat, thank you for becoming a patron. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and yes, of course we want more patrons. We're trying to get to 15 bucks an episode. We're at just under 10 now that Patreon has changed their the way they do their setup, they're showing on our page exactly what we'll get after all of the little behind-the-scenes things are right. taken out. So we are at almost 10 bucks an episode. We'd love to get to 15, get all of our, all of our awesome patrons um, on the podcast and talk to you guys. So thank you, Jazzy Cat, again for becoming our newest patron. And, of course, if you want to help us out and if you want to go ham, you can do 10 bucks an episode um, my wife's shop, Hippies Long Stockings, will give you socks, and I will send you beer if you do that for a couple weeks, uh, of a couple episodes. Who knows? You might episode. be getting some 21st Amendment fireside chat. I'm gonna tell you what, I'll send you a six pack of this madness. A sixer. After the first week, if you become a $10 an episode dude, be that guy. Be I can't wait person. to send this to you, cause yes. if you get through a can of it, I don't even know, I don't even know who you are. That's going ham. Cause you're the man. Yeah, you definitely went ham. 
I think we have the name of the show. Okay. <laughs> so thanks again to all of our patrons. We're going to do another drawing on episode 50. And of course, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. Uh, I have a badass suggestion. As you know, I'll talk more about, uh, you know, in what I did my weeks in game, but I'm wrapping up basically Thanksgiving. And I play golf with my dad, my brother, and my uncle. Uh, day after Thanksgiving, I try to do it every year. I haven't been able to do it every single year, but we try to pick a course and, and meet up. And I went out of town. I took the kids with me this time. Brave soul. Oh my God. It was, it was, it was something. <laughs> anyway, I dropped them off with my sister and my, and my mom. And we went off and played some golf. I played pretty good golf, won some money. So that was good. Uh, bought us dinner tonight. And, but the cool thing is, is I, it was a good dinner. I finally, yes, it was. Oh, it was so good. And I finally caught up with one of my favorite authors and an audible book, audio book I have talked about, but hadn't listened to yet. And I finally busted out. It was the newest Ari Salvatore novel called Archmage. And I love Ari Salvatore. I love fantasy more than sci-fi. I know I'm a Star Wars fan, but that's the way it is. And I've talked about this before. But yeah, this but book, it's fantastical this, sci-fi. It's not the same. But this book is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I can't even tell you. It, if you followed the Driss series and, and, and these characters all this time, this book is, it's a great, um, uh, it's, it's just the next step. He's getting better and better. It's hard to believe. So anyway, that's my suggestion. Yeah. The, the suggestion I'm going to go with is actually going to tie into something that I'm going to be talking about later in the episode, but, uh, I'm going to start knocking out Man in the High Castle. Hmm. The, the book form. Um, I'm either going to read it because I've got a hard copy that you'll loan me, but I, I think I might try to, to get, so find out who's reading the audible version. Yeah. And see if I want to do that. Just because, uh. It's a great book. It's not actually too long either. Yeah. And so I, I definitely want to check that out and we'll talk about the TV show a little later in the episode. For sure. All right, man. Now that we got all that out of the way, you ready? Ready. We have some soul tour to do. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you. If you will only kneel. Really? Has has anything happened in the last couple of weeks? Well, look, I'll be honest with you. Yes. <laughs> but. Has uh, there been some debate on the forum? But you know what's funny about this is there hasn't been a whole lot of hard news. So we don't have a lot of news to cover. We have something to cover from the week we missed, which will be a. Basically, a, a continuation of our companion nerf gate from our last episode. Right. But I don't want to... Let's not jump the gun, bro. But community shout-outs. I have some good ones. Let's hear okay. it. So, first and foremost... Uh, <laughs> did you see this? I have not. Remember the video? The, the video I showed you? The Valkorian? The, the Valkorian and the Jedi? The thing with uh, that Jesse and them did? No, you didn't send this to me. Holy crap, bro. Hold on one second. Yeah, okay. I know. All, All right. right. So, we just... <laughs> We just watched Frozen and Carbonite, Valkorian and the Jedi. Now, and the incredible vocal stylings okay. of Jesse and JT. And I think that's important. And the reason we're mentioning this in our com- first and foremost in our community segment is, again, brings attention to the uh, Extra Life charity event. Mm-hmm. Uh, our guilds were able to raise, you know, even though I didn't help with any of it, raise $5,000. And this was apparently what Jesse and JT agreed to do. If we got to 5K, they would do a video of them singing? Yeah. So what happened was, is they filmed... No, they recorded themselves singing to Frozen. Right. Although, all in-game footage, very cool. Their avatars in the snow, probably on Ilum, whatever, whatever. 
It was great, guys. Thank you. It was classic. <laughs> I and we, that's on the internet forever. Yeah, we seriously laughed for five minutes straight. So <laughs> check it out. We have a link in the show notes for sure. Jesse JT, you're brave and awesome, and we love you. I cannot do that. I would do actually. It. One of my biggest fears. Dude, I sang two episodes back. Remember, I got props. You do. Well, um, I like to sing. One of my biggest fears is actually karaoke singing. <laughs> and I actually did sing karaoke after my community college graduation at a bar up in oh, Ballard, Washington. Been wasted. Uh, no, I was pretty scared. Yeah. <laughs> I sang an old David Allen Coe song. It was not, yeah, well, that's all right. It was not good. Well, look, uh, maybe we'll put that as a milestone. I would love to sing with you, buddy. We'll do a duet. Do an 80s duet. <laughs> It'll be fun. All right, move, we'll do a, We'll do a, a dynamic duet. <laughs> yeah, a dynamic duet. All right, let's move on. All right, so anyway, thanks, Justin JT. You guys are awesome, and Five Grand is awesome. So anyway, okay, so Bad Feeling Podcast, episode 90. Uh, <laughs> 17 minutes, maybe. It was more like 11 or 12, but it was really like what we are going to do on one of our milestones, where it's a lot of their bloopers right. and cuts and just them dropping a lot of F-bombs. It was a, It was a lot of fun, so... Boys, happy Thanksgiving. That was a great episode. Yeah, Thanks for have... not keeping it PC this year because it was cool. Yeah, we're going to have to mark our uh, our blooper show when we do it explicit. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be explicit because most of the cuts are because you were cussing. Yeah, because I actually drop a bomb. <laughs> anyway, that was a great show, so check it out. Episode 90, Bad Feeling Podcast. Uh, I just finished this today, actually, uh, right before we started recording. I literally just finished this podcast. Uh Snave is starting a new podcast on Tor Community. Oh, really? It's called Snave's Take a Seat, and it's an interview show where he talks with people from the Swift Tour community, and he talked with Chill and Tio of Utini Cast. Couldn't pick better guys to start with? I mean, it was a great show. Snave is a good interviewer, and I had heard that from other po- on other podcasts, and I have no doubt he asked great questions, but you know how Snave can be. We all know how Snave yeah. can be. Um, and I've been on podcasts with Snave. I've never had issues with Snave at all, and it was a really good show. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, it's a little on the long side if you like shorter podcasts, but it was a really uh, good... If they're listening to us, they obviously don't like shorter podcasts. No, they don't. So anyway, but Chill and Tio, really good. Uh, they talk about basically their involvement in the community, where they think the game is going, what they think of coffee, all kinds of stuff. It's a cool. really good show. So definitely check it out. And of course, on since we're talking about Utini Cast, <laughs> on their latest show before that, uh... I had to point this out because they, at the end of their show, one of their guilds is Utini Rage. And they always, from the hip days, hip, hypnotoad days, they always had a different Utini Rage at the end. Like, you know, doing weird voices and stuff. Right. Darren DePaul did that one. And, oh, it's so good. Uh, they also had a first time guest Noctuna, uh, uh, Noctuna on there. Or Noctua, excuse me, Noctua. And, uh, she was really cool. Uh, it's really definitely, I mean, if you're not listening to Teeny Cast, okay, here's the thing. If you're listening to us and you're not listening to Teeny Cast, <laughs> I don't think you understand how iTunes works. <laughs> you should be listening to them. They're, then... they're, they're a few hundred spots higher than us on, uh, on just the Slow Tour podcast. I mean, look, they make a hundred bucks an episode on Patreon. I know. I'm right? scratching at 10 bones. Yeah, but so, is, that, is that Aussie dollars? That's, look, it's, <laughs> However you cut it. I'm, I'm sorry, no, Aussie dollars are probably actually worth more than American I'm just saying, dollars. I'm no mathematician, dude, but they're making more money than us, and they're doing great work. So check they, out their latest do, shows. Seriously, they do great work. They do. And actually, uh, the Snaves Take a Seat, 
they featured on their feed. So if you go oh, to nice. their if you go to their latest feed, you'll get that one and then the one uh, I just mentioned before that. But anyway, definitely check them out for sure. So there's other stuff going on in the community, but we're gonna get to our news and get through this stuff. So let's talk about a weeks in game, buddy. What did you do? Don't ever leave me again. I know. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, so how did Wog go last week while I was playing Actually, golf? Wog went very well. We started early. Everyone <laughs> was up at a on a decent hour, eight o'clock. Um, but for some reason, my client started wigging out like at seven fifty five. What? And so I, I actually finally got on like eight oh three, and they, they already figured it out. Well, they they'd actually had somebody there waiting in case I didn't make it. Aww. And so I feel bad because I had to kick somebody, but then they actually got back in because somebody else backed out. So everyone got on, but we had a good time. We we ran a, a SNV as oh, pub. Yeah, uh, we attempted it. Didn't we got to the uh, the big droid. Um, oh, the one with the fire? Yeah, and with stuff? the bombs yeah, and the, all that. Yeah, that was just tough. Well, it's tough because there's people at the top. You got to coordinate that thing, and then yeah, yeah. So, but it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, you know, because you were gone, I had to I had to make some decisions on next week. Uh, but from there, where we, we decided we're going to do K and P, and if we can knock that out fast enough, we're going to do EV as well next week on the imp side. Well, they just told me today that we were doing a pub op, and they were talking about doing um. Tabor's Courtyard or something. I don't know. No, we were going to be doing KP and throwing Tabor's Courtyard. Oh, got it. Yeah, so, so KP. Yeah, I'm excited about that, dude. Because and, where are you right hey, there? guess what? What? My tank. My Guardian. Is, is now, it actually specced correctly? It's, it's in It's in tank spec. I, I got it geared. I'm ready to go, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, and actually, you know, I think one of the main reasons why my, uh, my pub side smuggler wasn't contributing as much DPS is that, you know, I realized I hadn't geared him up. Mm. geared her up and you know so she's she's mostly geared up to 208s now but i think my weapon is still at 162 yeah but i mean aren't that you might buffed? be a thing. aren't you uh yeah but still yeah i hear you buddy well let's work on that yeah i need to get a new weapon <laughs> all right other than that um we'll, we'll get to the the companion balance changes later but right. uh once that that went into effect i tried to uh i attempted to solo heroic a star fortress yeah not a good idea yeah i hear you the part where you were having the trouble when you were trying to solo it before, that's exactly right. I just couldn't get the timing down. Well, it's, it's, there's too many things going on. Your companion can't help you because they're just standing in the fire. Yeah. And it, it turns into a cluster. So I'm with you. Yeah. So I did that and then I got my third tune to 65. Nice, dude. And speaking of, I, I kind of was doing the same thing before. I mean, I really haven't logged in in four or five days, which has been very sad for me. But, uh, uh, when I have logged in, I was logged in with you. We were doing some hero- heroics. Mm-hmm. I got my old school trooper, who I haven't really logged into right. in a long time. <laughs> got him to 65 because I was just messing around with him. Yeah, but not only did you get him to 65, you got him to finish his story. No, oh, yes. That's right. I finished the campaign. That's right. I finished his story because that was the last one that I hadn't done yet. And so I finished that story, and then I decided to keep going with that. We did heroics till he got to 65. Then I switched to my sage yep. and got my sage to about 62. And let's see, uh, also, like I said, got my guardian and tank spec, yep. which so I'm stoked for Friday. Uh, and you know, I, I, I haven't really logged in and I'm, I'm really amped for WOG. I, I miss the guys. I, I missed our group and, and I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I want to do Star Fort just before that because I want to see the two of us should be able to hammer it out. And I think that'd yeah. be, that'd be fun. Um, I want to try out, see how it goes with the buffs, um, and stuff like that since all my, my four, what you call it, sort of level 10 or whatever. Right. right? So, oh yeah, that's one good thing about going through Star Fortress. Yeah, I was able to start picking up those buffs. Oh, and that's good. Yeah, um, but basically, this week was all real life stuff. Thanksgiving was great. Um, it was Thanksgiving nice. was so much fun. 
I'm really glad you got to hang around and got to, I mean, we had Thanksgiving together, Got to man. fall. Yeah. You fell off a chair. Uh, <laughs> Look. <laughs> Things happen. I'm fat and clumsy. <laughs> Will fat fell. man in a little truck. <laughs> so we were moving some things into a truck after dinner and Will fell off a truck, but he's okay. Like I said, I went and played some golf. Uh, my, my wife left town. Uh, so I'm playing single dad. For the next four or five days or so, so. And I'm spending the night. <laughs> and, you know, Will's hanging out and, uh, it's gonna be, we're gonna podcast for a while. It's gonna be fun. So anyway, that was my week outside of that stuff. I'm stoked for WOG and it's been a good holiday, man. I'm really looking forward to the, the December break though. Two weeks. It's Can't gonna wait. be nice. So. All right, man. So let's get to the news. So we're backtracking a little bit and I'm gonna gloss. A little because most people, most people have covered this and it was the basically the follow up to companion nerf gate. Right. And the companion balance changes. Michael Backus came back, who we've met. Great guy. Very good. Yeah. And he's the lead designer for Star Wars Elder Public. He personally put this post up. Basically, I'm going to nutshell a little bit, but he said, I wanted to take a minute to apologize for the recent companion changes and address combat balance. I want to do so personally because as fans of Star Wars The Old Republic and our customers, we cherish your feedback and value all of you, and I feel you deserve to hear this information directly. The fact that he came out and apologized, I think, is a big deal. Yeah, and, and I mean, you're not going to read the whole thing, mm-hmm. but I actually thought it was a very well-reasoned letter and as somebody who really doesn't know the, I mean, I don't know coding from Sanskrit, sure. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just now learning logo for a little bit. Well, um, I'm experienced in Sanskrit, but anyway, continue. <laughs> that's, no, that's called a joke. <laughs> but, um, but I, I grasped the concept that he was going for here and I totally understood why they were doing it. Well, and he's saying, that and that's what he's, he's trying to do. He said basically combat balance is a tricky thing. He said, you know, it's easy to go one extreme to the other. What's easy for some might not be easy for others. You might go into Star Fortress and be like, oh my god, I died at that boss. We died at the same boss. Some other guys would go in there and be like, oh, well, I got through that just fine, but it was the final boss that killed me. You know what I mean? So it's really kind of tricky. And so what they're going to ultimately do is rename Heroic Star Fortress to something more epic to make it make people think that they can't just go in and solo it. Right. That's one thing. Uh, The other thing is that they buffed companions. And, and so what they ended up doing, and let me find the too long didn't read part here. It says companion healing has been increased by 48%. Companion damage has been increased by 15. Companion base stats have been increased by 15. Um, and basically there's been some other buffs across the board. So really what this comes down to is that they're not as good as they were in the beginning. But they're not as bad as they were after the nerf. Right. They're powered, but not overpowered. Exactly. So I haven't had too much time to mess with it. I did go in after the, the, the buff, the rebuff, I guess is what we're calling it, the rebuff. Um, I did go in after that. Um, it, it, to me, it was about the same. It was a little easier, I guess, but nothing super noticeable. I usually run a tank anyway, and I'm running with a healer, so I didn't die at all ever anyway. Yeah, I usually so. run DPS with a healer, and so right. it's like if the healer goes out, it's very noticeable that I die quick. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so I, I did notice that it was much easier to go through, but still challenging, which is what they're going for. Yeah. I mean, it's no fun to just do a game that you can easily cakewalk through. Well, and, and I think what we had talked about, I think a little bit last week was the fact that you, something like a heroic two plus or something that is meant to be difficult. Sure. 
the most, the greatest players with the greatest gear should be able to get through it. But then the rest of us, we should ask for help and we should yeah. have help. And that's part of being part of the MMO part. I mean, I've been playing this game for four years now since beta, but I'm still a noob when it comes to MMOs. I'll say. <laughs> Just kidding, dude. <laughs> Continue. You can't see his face, but it's amazing. So there, while you're facing it, I, I honestly think, dude, but. Uh, along the same lines, they haven't figured out what they're going to call the Star Fortress yet. Right. And I think hard mode or really hard thing, really super not easy Star Fortress would be fine. Something along those lines. You're welcome, Bioware. What were you saying? You're a noob? Yes. Um, I, t- I actually totally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> uh, the, I, I am still, I mean, I, I'm still trying to get mechanics down. And, you know, the, and this is actually something Wog's been helping me out with a lot. It's because I already had, like, certain rotations down and stuff. But you're, I'm getting more effective in certain rotations because you're being forced to by doing team content. And, yes, it's making it easier for me to run ho- heroics. But sure. that's the point, is, like... For somebody who just has the basics down, they're not supposed to be able to run a two-person heroic. Right. And I think one of the sticking points, I think the only sticking point from this particular post was the fact that he made a point of kind of saying they were surprised by how many people would embrace heroics the way they did. Like, they wanted to try to make them, as he said, make heroics, regular heroics, world heroics, sexier. Right. Right. And so within that... Well, how do they make us run them? Well, they link the alliance to it. And so, of course, everybody started doing them rather than dealing with the dailies. Rather than doing the um, the normal dailies, we were doing heroics instead. But what I think is interesting is people are like, you didn't know people would do it? Like, it's weird when they come out and say, like, oh, I'm really surprised that you guys actually did the thing that we were Hoping trying to do. make you do. Like, it's and, – and I saw a lot of that on the forums and stuff. And – I don't, I'm not going to knock Bioware. I mean, you might be surprised, be surprised, but the fact is. Actually, you know what? No, I mean, I can understand Bioware saying you're surprised. I, what I understand is the consternation from the, the forums because, like, why can't you understand they're being a little surprised that you're actually doing content they're trying to do? Because how many people actually play GSF? Right. No offense. Yeah. Uh, but they chocolate. haven't linked GSF to Alliance. They haven't linked GSF to you exactly. know, Fallen and then you Empire. The, and then so you that's the, the people, thing. And you know, this is anything against Mox because I know he doesn't like this either. Mm. But tying in the uh, the PvP, PvP content yeah. to it, so you can't pick and choose about not liking some things that are tied in, and then being upset at Bioware because they're surprised that you actually are buying into some of it. Right. And so the fact that they that they realize like, oh my god, people are playing this content. Oh my god. And they're finding it really easy and they want to solo it. Oh, maybe we should make it not as easy because the companions are overpowered, you know? And so it's a balanced thing. And I see where, where Bacchus is coming from. And I think where they found, they found a happy medium. And I haven't jumped back on the forums, but I think, I think it's going to be fine going forward. People, yeah, and, people get all worked up and we're going to get to some more drama in a minute. Yeah. Well, and actually the whole nerf gate thing actually didn't bother me all that much. Right. You know what? The, the only issue I have so far with, with coffee is with the heroics. Is that they haven't nerfed the respawn timers of the things that are required within the heroics. I 100% agree with you. And I think if there's certain quests, and I could never remember the quests offhand, of course, but there are quests where there's a bunch of people waiting for one thing, you know? Yeah, and there's that one on Tatooine all- where you've got to go into the, right. into the underground bunker and you end up with that one guy up on the raised dais and, and you get there and there's five people waiting and then nobody wants to group up and it's dumb. So you're right. And I think if they could go through and make sure that some of those heroics are tweaked in a way to where, okay, yes, 
I'm aware that this respawn timer that is on five minutes should be more at 45 seconds because people are going to come in and come out, you know. So anyway, I'm with you on that, dude. But uh, yeah, it's not like someone's going to stand there and and kill the person over and over again for the loot. No, it's not about that. You can only do it once a week anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. And so there was maintenance on the 24th, and that was for uh, 4.0.2a, and that was there was some bug fixes in there. There were items in their legacy bank. Uh, beyond the first tab, they were not probably updated. Uh, people couldn't log in. That's not good. And I, that that could be a problem. There were some other things. There was a there was a restart before that, <laughs> a, a server restart, and they were really trying to fig- figure out this whole thing with all of these corpses. And yeah. we had talked about it last or not. I keep saying last week, and you guys know it was not last week. Last week episode, before, yeah. But last episode, and there's too many corpses. They yeah, fixed it. There, yeah, there's only so many times I can go through the face merchants. <laughs> uh, heroic on Coruscant and see all the droids and such as laying around. It's crazy, and it didn't happen across the board, but it was it was something that happened often enough to, to Well, it got to the point where people's... I couldn't click on, on loot yeah. because it couldn't get through the things that were on the ground. Well, not only that, it was increasing lag, too. Which oh, definitely. Cool. Let's see. So, companion... Oh, so, we already talked about the, the companion increases. Right. And then there was another... There, after they posted the... This is why we're making the changes and buffing. They said, look... uh People have been, people were suggesting things. And they said, look, throw your feedback in there. They've seen some good suggestions around renaming Heroic Star Fortress. So keep all the feedback coming. And I do like the fact that Michael Backus and these guys are, are basically waiting around. And I would just wait for a good idea. And I've already heard on some podcasts of some good ideas. So let's yeah. see what happens. They really fixed the dead bodies thing on the 25th. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really fixed it this time. Seriously, it's like walking dead out there. No, it was, it was, it was terrible. So let's get to our discussion topic, man. And that's pretty much all the news. And the discussion topic is something that, and I've heard a few other podcasts talk about it, and I wanted to bring this up to you. I was a little bit out of the loop as far as the hype leading up to this. I had heard about the live stream that was going to happen. And we're talking about the producer live stream that just happened a couple of days ago. And there was a lot of hype leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys were coming out saying, you know, some of the devs, oh, an unprecedented... uh you know, subscriber bonus and all this stuff was going to happen. And they're breaking, oh, that was it. They're breaking all precedents, you know, with this subscriber uh, reward system that they're coming out with. The problem is, and, and I'm just going to kind of reiterate what's been already bouncing around the community, is you can't, Bioware has such a track record of overhyping. Mm-hmm. You can't just come out and say, over and over. Oh my god, this is gonna be the best thing ever. Oh my god. It's better god. than cross server. It's better than cross server. And then, like, by the way, that's gonna be a year and a half or so from now. That happened. People right. were stoked. And I watched the live stream. Uh, my, my boss that doesn't know that I watched the live stream for part of the time I was supposed to be working. But I watched, <laughs> I watched the first, the, last, the first 15 minutes during when I was supposed to be working. Yes. But, you know, I was multitasking. Uh, it was, it was good. It was basically, um, I have notes. Yeah, I was busy with work. I, I just caught, caught the last couple of minutes when I came in to see yeah, you. Yeah, so it was uh, Ben Irving. He was a lead designer, lead design director, and then, um, of course, uh, Eric Musco. And, of course, there were like almost 8,000 people watching the stream. Yeah, that the the feed was going through so incredibly fast. How do people track it? It's hard to keep track of, and they did some giveaways and stuff like that. I'll get to that more in a minute. They gave away a t-shirt, actually. I'll just talk about it now. They gave away a t-shirt, which was sweet. Both, uh, both of them were wearing a developer only t-shirt. Oh, cool. That's only available to developers that launched coffee. They had like seven or eight extras. Right. And they were giving away. I didn't win one. 
Which, you know... Tragic my, for you who are the saying, t-shirt person. I ended my, my streak. I, I stopped at 100. I just wanted a round number. I could have kept going for a, a, another week or so. But I would have loved to add that shirt to my collection. But it is what it is. Although you did add another shirt to your collection this week. I did. I added several. Thanks for the shirt, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really cool... Uh, um, what is it? Uh, Big uh, Big Hero 6. Which was... Anyway, the stream was fine. It was basically doing what they always do. It was a stay of the galaxy... It was, um, they talked about player feedback. They thanked the players, um, for giving them most of the feedback. And that's the reason why they launched the story thing was because of all the player feedback. Right. So that's one thing. Um, they put a well, wrap. Since they released a copy, there hasn't been a lack of player feedback. No, <laughs> no, there definitely hasn't. So one of the things, I'm going to bring this over here real quick. One of the things that they wanted to do was, uh, before I get into the actual post that came afterwards, was that they were going to announce the subscriber rewards, rewards for the mm-hmm. folks that have been subscribing that will continue to subscribe and talk about the things that were coming up. And, and of course, and then they launched the release date of, of the next chapter of, of coffee as well. So here's a recap and this is what their post was. So a wrap up, uh, chapter 10 is called Anarchy in Paradise and we've seen the picture. It's right. Cleo, which obviously we should know. Uh, launching on February 11th, which I don't have any ifs, ands, or buts about where the date is. I don't really care. Along with Chapter 10 will be Game Update 4.1, which will include fighting for the Eternal Championship. Um, Bodar will be an unlock- unlockable companion through the Alliance. Nice. And there's going to be some updates on crafting. And one of the things I heard in the live stream that they were talking about is that the levels would be increasing and they would try to make crafting more relevant. And, of course, immediately everybody in the stream was like, crafting is dead. I was like, whatever. You do, you know, craft or not. It doesn't matter. And then uh, there's the subscriber rewards, which I wanted to... This is why I put this in the discussion topic, because I okay. want to talk to you and see how you think. I know for me and some of the folks that we talk to a lot in the community, subscri- subscriber rewards are... What, how, did, uh, how did Chinook put it? It's like, subscriber rewards is if you're a regular at a restaurant and your waitress, because you're there all the time, brings you a dessert on the house. You know, and it's like, it's just something kind of extra. It's not like... It's not going to blow your mind, and it's, it's free, not going to... It's free breadsticks. And, and, yeah, and it's like, you're going to go to that restaurant anyway. Yeah. We're going to keep subscribing to Spotor because we do WOG, and we do these things, and we love the game, right? right. So, but anyway, that's... that I, is didn't a side spe- I didn't specifically subscribe so I could have Nico Carter's duster. Right, I've never used also, that duster. Neither have I. It's still cool, but... <laughs> I used one I'm, of the blasters. I'm, yeah, I'm thankful for it, but it's mm-hmm. not... I wouldn't specifically, rec- you know, subscribe for Swoop it. Swoop bike's kind of cool, but... I think know. everybody's driving the Swoop bike. Well, that's what I'm saying, so, you know. Anyway, uh, so a whole, ho- a whole host of new subscriber rewards for you as well. So here we go. Be a subscriber on January 11th and receive HK55 as a playable companion when 4.1 launches on 2.9. How is that possible? Okay, so that's part of the debate. If you've, spoilers, if you have played the coffee story, you know, you get this awesome HK unit, HK55, and he is subsequently killed. And he makes a point of saying various things like, I did not back up my, I didn't back up my memory discs. I didn't, you know, I'm not coming back, I guess. So he's coming back. <laughs> As most people do in the Star Wars universe. Look, people climb out of shafts. They climb out of Sarlacc pits. You know, I mean, look, Dude, if Boba Malgus can, is alive somewhere. Yeah. If Boba Fett can come back <laughs> yeah. and Malgus is in Carbonite somewhere. Look, it's going to be fine. And I don't give a crap. There's, they'll explain it. Someone who's a droid. It's going to be fine. You know, it's going to come back. It's, you know, and kind of tying into their new levels of, of updates, it's going to be HK55A. 
<laughs> and it's going to be something from the same shipment. Uh, that's great. But anyway, so he's coming back. And, and I like playing with him. So I'm, I'm glad for that. I just, I, I, I want to know how they're going to work. I like the fact that it, I like the fact that we saw that companion die. I, li- I like the fact that they worked out in the story to where it's like, you got somebody and then he was killed yes. because there's that whole, and it wasn't necessarily something that you chose. It was just what happened because that's how it unfolded. And I thought that was kind of cool. Right. Then you have this next thing, which I think is also controversial. Be a subscriber continuously from January 11th through the launch of Chapter 16. Remember, we're on Chapter 9 right now. Right, so you're probably looking at July, this time August. next year-ish, yeah. maybe. I mean, we'll see how the cadence goes. But yeah, you're right. Maybe a little before this time next year. And receive an entire... Yeah, I guess summer. That makes sense. And receive an entire bonus chapter where, where you will play as HK55. They haven't done this yet. They have not done it to where you play as somebody else that's not your tune. Yeah, I, I... This happens periodically in some Bioware games where you play as it, but you can also, in like uh, Dragon Age, for example, cycle through and play as any of your companions that you want to play, but they right. have not done that in Sword Sword. The way... The only way I can think of that they can work this into story-wise, right? Because they're not going to automatically switch you to HK55 and your own character is your own companion. That no, just won't make no. sense. It'll it's be gonna like have a to be standalone. Yeah, well, it'll either be a standalone where it is a chapter where a, where HK55 revives himself. And he's, Maybe. that's how he survives that. Or it's that your character is incapacitated somehow. Totally. Or HK55 is sent on a mission or something. And it's something along those lines. And I think you're absolutely right. And... I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, it's probably 45 minutes of blasting meat bags, which I'm in. Oh, I'm going to love that. Um, the next thing is actually what I, what I think is a really good perk. All right. So the next thing is be a subscriber on the first of each month and receive two days of early access to any chapter which launches that month. This includes chapter 10 in February, which is cool. Yeah. And that I like because they've already started. I mean, as we've seen, they're shrinking the, the, early access window as it is. Right. Because it's getting released on the 11th and early access isn't until the 9th. Right. right? So you're only getting two days as it is. Two days, two days. But if you're a subscriber, you get two more days. So you get four. I think it's only the two, right? Uh, Is it? Yeah, I think you only get the two days. Yeah, so that's what they were saying because it's the 9th right. for this one. Weird. Okay, so anyways. But you're two right. days is two days. Two days is two days is good. Two days... I mean, you'd be done within an hour anyway. Now, the thing I'm not sure about the two days is if the release date is a Tuesday, like they always release, mm. then it's really only Sunday to Tuesday. If they're going to do it, make it three days and just give you the weekend. I don't, I'm wonder, yeah, I, I'm with you. I wonder how they're going to do this. Either way, I mean, early access. Is I, early access. I know for me, like on the survey, I put early access was a perk. Yes. I, I like getting the content early, uh, especially if it's going with the Alliance system and everything else. If I'm in and done early and I have access to another companion or I have, I have other alerts because of that, I just want to get that going and be done with it before, you know. Yeah, well, it also it helps with lag because you're not going to be lagged by everyone else on it. Exactly. All right. So then we have, there will also be monthly subscriber rewards throughout Season 1, most of which will be themed around HK55. So, cool. I mean, who knows what that will look like, but I think that would be cool. And then also throughout the month of December, we will uh, have plenty of things going on as well. And I'll get to that actually in the next thing. Gree event, Rackle, Bounty Contract. Uh, and it says, log in anytime from 12.8 to 1.5 and receive our fourth anniversary rewards. Ooh. And include... Hopefully it's a new crate of fireworks. 
Look, I got to add to my firework collection, <laughs> right? <laughs> Actually, you know what I want? Going back to the whole HK55 <laughs> theming stuff, I want a title that says Worthy Meat Bag. You heard it here, by the way. Worthy Meat Bag indeed. It's almost like Black Bisector. I love exactly. Black Bisector. Anyway, moving well, on. Well, you would. I would. That's why I said it. Um, including an HK51 stronghold decoration, which we saw on the stream, which was badass. That is very cool. And so that's going to be a fourth anniversary reward, which I think is cool. I have to mention this really quick, and this has <laughs> nothing to do with Swotor. Oh, okay. Well, kind of, but not really. Sure. Is, it has to do with Galaxy of Heroes. Oh, okay. One of the characters you can get is HK47. Oh, it's amazing. We'll get to that. Later. Sorry, go ahead. And, uh, let's see. So more information on later this week, and we have that update. All right. The other thing. This was hilarious in the stream. I watched this live. Yes. And when they announced this, this was funny. He said, we will also be running Life Day, and Life Day wasn't a surprise, but double XP. Don't they already have an XP? Most people said, why would we need double XP? We're already at 65. We, I mean, is it double on top? Right. Because that would be something. Anyway. Uh, all right. So let's, uh, we talked about the hype. Um, obviously people were upset. People were always upset. I, I'm not surprised by the hate on the forums around the stream. And I, and I, I want to say that it's because Bioware just keeps hyping it too much. You know? Is there anything that they could have done in this stream to please everybody? No. no absolutely not. They weren't going to, we knew they weren't going to announce any ops. We, they, we knew they weren't going to announce PvP, GSF, any of these things that people have been clamoring for. This is just subscriber stuff. This is just the fluff. This is just the extra dessert. Yep. That, you, that you weren't going to buy anyway. And you only have eight. Yeah. Or maybe the breadsticks at the beginning of the meal, which made you not eat the dessert. See, there you go. It's all about the carbs. got to be carbo-loading. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, Swotor definitely does not need their own hype man. But I am shocked, shocked to find that there is dissenting opinion on this Reddit forum. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I okay, am that's, also... That's a deep pop culture cat going yeah. back to Sting. Come I on. also have my shocked face on. Yeah, no, I'm not shocked. People were upset about everything. It doesn't... There was. There's no way they could have won. But I think overall, these rewards are fine. Uh, I think they could do better, and they probably will as they go forward. I think the monthly ones will, will show that that's worth being a sub. Most right. of us who are going to be a sub... You know, eventually it'll become that set of fireworks that is emailed to us at some point randomly and when we log in you a know, new character. But... I'm going to tell you exactly what this is. Okay. And this is going off of Chinook's thing. All right. As we've mentioned in a Thanks, previous... Thanks, We love it. Yes. As we've mentioned in a previous podcast, my birthday is in a couple weeks. It is. So it is in the month of December. So, of course, December 1st hit yesterday. I started getting my emails from Black Angus, Red Robin, saying, here's your mm. free burger this month. Here's mm. your free... I would go... Over, I mean... I can't eat there because I live in a tiny town. But if I lived in a bigger city that had a Black Angus or or a Red Robin or... Black Angus still a thing? Yeah, dude. I love steak. Okay. Uh, or Coldstone Creamery or something like that. Yeah, yeah Coldstone. I great. would go ahead and already shop at these establishments, but I get the free birthday right. stuff. I get the free steak. I get the free well, burger. Look, I'll have you sign up with the Mendo Bistro and then I'll hook you up. That's good. <laughs> That's a good place, dude. All right, man. So you're right. That is what it is. It's here's your coupon. Thank you for coming here often enough to where you get this coupon, you know, and, and, it's and, and I'm with punch you. on a punch card. Yeah. And so I don't care one way or another. It's another email. It's another thing I mean, that I may or may not anyways. use. And that's the, and that's really what it comes down to. So I'm sorry if you were upset. Unsub if you need to. I mean, there's always the unsub script, uh, unsub threads, but you know, do what you're going to do. 
Let's get to this last thing here, buddy. Um, old, old Republic in December. And this post just hit a few hours before we, uh, start recording here. Uh, there's a, this is a follow up to the last post. There are quite a lot of things will be going on in game during the month of December. We want to share all of them with you so you know, uh, when to get in on the action. So the, the events. We have Relics of the Greed from the 8th to the 15th. Nice. We had from the 8th to the 5th, uh, login for the 4th anniversary rewards. Right. We have December 15th through the 22nd, Oracle Plague, which I'm stoked about because the Eyeless was fun. Uh, that was fun. It was a lot of fun. December 15th through the 5th, Life Day, which I love Life Day. I love throwing snowballs at fools because they're, because people hate You know, it. I was on an elevator. I think it was on, during a walk event a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and somebody threw a snowball. <laughs> You're like, it's too early. It's like, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Wait till December. Okay. Excuse me. And then we have December 18th through January 1st, which is double XP. Again, do we need it? We don't need it. We don't. Is this traditional double XP where it's like, I, this is my question. Is it going to be traditional double XP to where I can just do my class quests and level that way? Boom, boom, boom. Like old days. Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be double on top of what they're already? I can't imagine this being a thing, but. Uh, it's going to be double on top of what they're already giving us through the new streamlined leveling system. You know, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just see what happens on the 18th. I'm not going to level anything anyway. I can't imagine. I mean, am I? I have, I know, that, mer- I do... I have that merc I wouldn't mind leveling. Yeah, I, but this does mean I've got to dig into the bottom of my legacy mm-hmm. storage and pull out my snow-covered parcels. Yeah, I have, I have those somewhere. Anyway, um, and then December 22nd through the 29th is Bounty Contract Week. Life day for this year. Uh, it says we have made a few changes to the rewards. All previous, uh, available rewards, including some items previously only available on the cartel market are available for purchase with snow covered parcels from the master of ceremonies on each faction's fleet. Additionally, we have a few new, uh, cartel market items in honor of life day. And one of them might be a tank that shoots snowballs. Seriously. Okay. That's a little bit awesome. That sounds amazing. Also controversial previous part uh yeah okay does this mean because i this means that the stuff that you can only get on the cartel market like that stupid speeder that people bought and stockpiled and waited till this is the controversial part is people would have spent their cartel coins the last couple years waited sat on those things that they said would never be available again right? right and they were waiting till now to sell them on the gtn for 20 million dealies you see where i'm going with this yeah now people can get in with snow cover parcels. You know what I think this is? Mm. I think this means that people should have been smarter and been hoarding the snow cover parcels. Yeah, and look, if you don't have snow cover parcels, what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, look, obviously we don't give a crap. Uh, guys, I'm sorry you're upset if you were trying to play the market for these things. I bought some stuff. I remember the second year, I think, and tried to sit on them for a little while. And I'm like, none of this is going to sell. None of it's going to really matter. And plus... Credits are so easy to come by anyway. So I'm sorry it's an issue, but at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I want them to finally put in the damn reindeer. Remember the reindeer? Remember the reindeer with the red nose, the dealing with the... Rudolph? No, no. They were going to put the, uh, what was it? Was it a Rudolph speeder? No, what was it? No, they've only it had... It was a mini pet, I think. It was a, or a mount. One of the two. It was a Rudolph. That has a red nose? It was a red nose thing, yeah. That would been cool. It would have been cool. I don't remember. I'm probably going to cut this. Because I only I only have the, the, the Christmas speeder, the one that, the Jingle Bell speeder. Yeah, it's dumb. I don't have the one that looked like a swoop bike that looked like reindeer out in front. That's badass. Yeah, yeah the, I think it's the, the Joy speeder. I don't have that one. I wouldn't mind that. I'd put some 
I put some parcels towards that. Yeah, well, because I didn't buy anything in the first Life Day event. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got since the last two years. Yeah. So, we'll see. Well, look, uh, Life well, Day. Well, they had the, the special uh, events that they had where you had to go around and hit. Mm-hmm. Remember, you had the overheating droids and, mm-hmm. and everything. And I got almost everything from that event. But I think it's going to be fine. Um, there's some conquest things they posted in this thread as well. We'll have the link in the show notes. And again, this is everything coming in December, they say. And, you know, make sure you're subscribed so you can get the other stuff. And I'm excited about what they're doing, man. I, again, I'm going to sub anyway. And if they're going to give me more free stuff for being, for giving them 15 bucks a month, whatever it is what it is. I'm not going to scream about it. I ain't yeah, going to hate. No, 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 no. I ain't mad at him. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I'll tell you that. Anyway, man, should we get on a tour? Let's get out of Swotor. All right. We have a lot of other stuff to cut. I'm going to throw a podcast corner in here because of the holidays. We haven't done a podcast corner in a while, and I'm a big Tell Em Steve Dave fan. Um, I'm a big Smogcast fan. And Tell Em Steve Dave, of course, is Walter Flanagan, um, Brian Johnson, and Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers, Q. and the two guys from, uh, of course, uh, all the Kevin Smith movies right. and comic book men. Uh, Tell Em Steve Dave... Every year they do a Christmas special. It costs money. It's five bucks, but it's worth it. Is it funny? <laughs> it's it's so funny. It's five bucks. You get you have to get on Bandcamp. That's the only thing that bums me out because I can't speed it up. <laughs> they don't have like a listen to it at two times speed right. like I listen to everything else. So everybody and I'm like, why are these guys slow. talk so slow? Eventually, after 45 minutes, so I get used to it. But it's really funny. They start off the episode basically by talking about. How they couldn't do the episode they wanted to do, and they were trying to get somebody to do like the theme song for it, and they wanted to do all these games and stuff, and they ended up doing it anyway. It's it's really really good. It's a couple hours, well worth five bucks. If you like these guys, um, like I do, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, or if you're a Tom Steve Dave, or a um, Impractical Jokers fan, or Comic Book Men fan, uh, definitely worth Ming Chin's on it. Um, Sunny Jeff, uh. In addition to the three guys I named, and there's at least one other person on there too. The name just flew out of my head. But anyway, it's definitely worth checking out. It's a lot of fun. Five bucks. I mean, I, look, I listen to, and the reason I'm saying I'm suggesting a non-free podcast. One, we do a free podcast. Most of the podcasts people listen to are free. I listen, I consume a lot of Smodcast content for free. They just put out great content. And they do. And I don't mind giving them Five bucks a year. Or when they did their comic book, uh, they did their Cryptozoic Man comic. I gave them, you know, $24 or whatever, you know. And I'll give them money. Uh, they don't need it. But, again, I want them to keep giving me the free content. And yes. so if I can give them five bucks for this for this episode, for me, I'm, I'm cool with it. And, and I had a lot of fun listening to it. So it's well worth the five bucks. And, you know, there's hundreds of episodes before that if you want something for free. So. Yeah. Kind of adding on to this, I decided to listen to a couple of the episodes of Utility Belt. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, very nice. It's actually very similar to kind of stuff that we do, plus the the geek news section of right. HBO. So I, I do like it. I like his partner. You can tell he's totally chill. Yeah. And for um, those of you that don't know, it's Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard. Yes. And it's basically Fat Man and Batman's feed. But right. they stop talking about solely Batman and interviewing people. Because there's only Batman so much related. about Batman you can go. And then they just now are doing uh, mostly geek news, and it's it's and it's always at least an hour and a half, two hours of fun. Yeah, so. it's really entertaining. I really enjoyed it. So be sure to check that out. Um, we this is stuff we sometimes talk about in pop culture, but we're not going to do it today. So I just want to kind of mention it. Um, you know, we're Screen Junkies fans, and they are doing their expansion. 
to uh, Screen right. Junkies Plus, which is including Kevin Smith, uh, doing their thing called It's in the Box, or What's in the Box, which is them unwrapping new toys. Oh, that's going to be cool. But another channel I like on on uh, on YouTube is Cinema Sins. Oh, yeah. Which is everything wrong with whatever, whatever in so many minutes, right? right? Well, they did a couple this last week and a half. They did everything wrong with Star Wars A New Hope. Nice. In so and so minutes with Kevin Smith guesting on it. Oh, thanks for telling me. And I just found it about last night. No, I couldn't great. sleep in bed. Thanks, buddy. And then they've also released everything wrong with Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I'm going to check those out. Maybe we'll so, talk about those next time we do real reviews. Though. Yeah, so check them out. They're on CinemaSins on, uh, on YouTube. Check them out. They're a great channel. Nice. Uh, really entertaining. So? That's it. Let's go into Star Wars. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. Are you ready? I am, and I'm ready to ditch you and head <laughs> off and go to the premiere of Star Wars. Look, bro, all of us would do this. Like, I, I have, I have high hopes and plans, and tickets already purchased. Your 40th birthday wrapped into a badass party to, to, and, and go down to the theater and, and it's going to be amazing. Post show, Here's podcast. And, and look, all of that will go away. Yes. If I win this contest, which I will enter in the next few days, if I win this contest, I will ditch all of that. Oh yeah. So the bottom and I line expect is, you to. the bottom line is you can win a trip to the premiere of Star Wars Force Awakens. It's an homage, homage, homage thing that they do. And, um, you know, again, why would you not? You know, they have all the stage things. You can win all, all of them. Of course, what always baffles me about this is that the things that are like $10,000, by the time I find out about this, are already gone. It's oh, like, yeah. Who has $10,000? Uh, not us. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, this well, is what a free podcast, is, folks. Yeah. <laughs> what I love is the, the announcement video for this was Harrison Ford. Yeah. Surprisingly, I had a couple people from Omaze. And they were uh, video calling people that had donated to the previous Omaze. Yeah, that was cool. Which was the uh, going to the set and right. getting a walk-on part. Um, and so it was people that are obviously Star Wars fans that are already donating money. And so these two people from Omaze on camera with them. And then either Harrison Ford would walk in the shot behind them. Could you imagine? Or they'd say, wait a second, and the camera would go black and come back and Harrison Ford sitting there. <laughs> and, he, and he'd be like looking at the camera going, what are you doing there? <laughs> And so it's really Give funny. Me, uh, like, there's this one part where he's walking behind the people, and he looks right at the camera, and the girl says, oh, my God, Mr. Ford. <laughs> That's so great. And all of us want this. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to ditch any of my friends. I have a nice big party plan. If I win this, I'm out. You're out. I'm out. I love all of you, but I'm out. And then you'll never see me the rest of your life. Well, I'm but... saying, I will lose a lot of friends. But <laughs> I will have seen, I've gone to the premiere of Star Wars Force Awakens. And... Yeah, you will. If the movie sucks, then then I'm really groveling. Moving on. Moving on. Ready? There's a couple of big things. Should we just gloss these? Well, let's do the quick thing logistically about the film. The top is that it officially okay. got a PG-13 rating. Yeah. Um, which is very important. It actually, kind of ties in with Harrison Ford again himself because the PG-13 rating is around a lot of reasons because of Temple of Doom. Yeah. Um, but not only that, they announced its official running time. 
of right. 136 minutes. So you're looking at two hours and 16 minutes, which makes it longer than most Star Wars movies. Not makes as, it the third longest. Yeah, not as long as Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith, but again, right. those were bloated. Right. And I, I don't, I have, I have a minor issue with the PG-13. And not that I'm not going to see it. Obviously, it'll be ridiculous. Uh, my only issue with the PG-13 is that I plan to take my kids the next day. Yeah, the only thing is, is that is there going to be a violence thing? No, well, there's a specific guideline. Like, right. like we've talked about this before. I mean, like if you drop the f bomb twice, that's an right. automatic R rating, no matter what else happens in the movie. Right. If you show, but they would never do that in the Star Wars films. So. Right. No, I'm, but I'm saying. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just saying there are certain things. I see. Right. So, for example, like uh, this isn't pervy at all. This is just me being, being a, a movie fan and knowing the logistics. An X rating, they mm-hmm. actually do have just single X. You can show a penis, but it can't be erect. Interesting. Triple uh, X, it can be erect, and you can show penetration. There's there's actual well, there's logistical there has to be guidelines. Exactly, there's actual logistical guidelines. So, so the only thing that can happen between PG and PG thirteen, I believe, is an uptick in violence or bloody violence, mm. or um, language, or language of using uh, certain words like I think goddamn. Okay. Is one of them or anything that kind of takes the Lord's name in vain. Just because that's a precursor Weird. to okay. old times. Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's like, it's funny. You can, on TV, you can say God, you sure. can say damn, but you can't say God damn. Can't say, yeah, okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm wondering, we don't know, right, from this post, why it has the PG-13 rating. Yeah, I'm guessing because they're going back to everything being so realistic and actual, you know, no, not as much CGI and everything. And with so many, battles going on i'm guessing they're just going to try especially since they're going to rogue one uh, and it's going to be a war movie i don't think it's necessarily any more violence i think it's just going to be more realistic violence okay so therefore you're going to see more like blood on stormtrooper gear you're going to see more gash wounds on the head and stuff like that it's just going to be more realistic and not oh my arm got cut off and it's cauterized because the lightsaber i i i guess i'm with you and i and i'm hoping that's the reason and i don't and look, I've shown, I showed my kids big recently mm-hmm. and Goonies and various other things and they, they dropped the F-bomb here and there. I mean, it was the eighties. I mean, PG did not mean PG the way it means now. And PG 13 now actually in my head means something. And so, which is why I'm not taking my kids. I mean, they're only six and four. Right. They've seen the original trilogy. They can go to this movie story wise, but right. do I want to, but there might be heavier themes that might scare them. And I don't want, and I don't want them, again, I've said this before, I don't want them to ruin my second viewing of the film because right. I have to take them out or they're right. too Right, this scary. is why we're going to go see it first right. night and then right. if we want to, we can. Right, and so I, I'm hoping it's, it's just for a violence thing. I mean, they, we've watched Star Wars Rebels. We've watched these things and I, and I think they'll be yeah, okay. Yeah, and actually that's a good point because, I mean, they like Vader. Yeah. Right, but they don't like the Inquisitors. They don't like the Inquisitor at all. It could just be that Kylo Ren is more of like an Inquisitor. And I'm hoping that's not the case, but you're right. It, it could be. So, I don't know. I, I'm not that worried about the PG-13 rating and I don't think it'll hurt viewers no, or ticket sales or anything. So, all right. Uh, let's um, see. Yeah, let's just gloss well, over most of the, because it's just more spots. Yeah, stuff. so there were plenty of other spots and posters. There was a, uh, Force Awakens retro posters that were unveiled. Very cool. Um, looking. that were really cool. We have the link in the show notes for those. Um, there were several new Force Awakens spots. I mean, we have all the links in the show notes. I mean, none of them were like anything different than we've seen, I don't think. Uh, there was, there's also the Finn and the Ray ones. That 
we will probably talk about more in our real reviews. That's my guess, right? Uh, but we already talked about the Finn one. What are these? The Finn featurettes. Not oh, featurettes, I haven't seen But these. they were like... Uh, oh, one actually, one other thing that just got announced today. Um, I was actually at work, and I got a, a note on uh, my phone from Mashable that said, Stormtroopers are in the office. So, oh. of course, I went to Mashable, and it turns out that there were uh, Stormtroopers at the Mashable office. <laughs> and th- what they were announcing is um, that Verizon... So if you go to Verizon stores, they're going to be, um, they have these like boxes that, uh, and they're themed in BB-8, Stormtrooper, RTD-2, or Kylo Ren. Uh-huh. And they fold open and stuff, and then you put your iPhone into it, and then you could download the Star Wars movies. Okay. And then you put it in there, and they're like virtual reality goggles. The box turns into a virtual reality goggle oh, that's thing. amazing. And you watch the old movies virtual reality style. And, you know, it was just a, it was a Mashable video and the guy who was actually, uh, periscoping it didn't have the best connection, ironically, being in the Mashable office. Right. But, um, it looked pretty cool and I definitely want, I mean, I'm, I'm an AT&T subscriber, so I don't have Verizon. Yes, I mean. But I'm definitely in, darn it, we're in a small town, there's no Verizon store. Yeah. Well, there's no Verizon store, but, but Verizon actually works better than AT&T here, ironically. Right. But, so there's a Verizon store, so I'm actually going to go into the Verizon store. Um, which is actually, I think, right across the street from my house. Yeah. But um, just because there are limited accounts of these, and I just want to go in and see what's up. Totally. So Yeah, so we've got new posters, new teasers, new spots, all that stuff. So very cool. Uh, um, just so for fun, I threw this one in there. I hadn't heard about this. Did so. you see this? No, I didn't. Go ahead. You didn't watch it? Aww. Well, I was too busy doing up the... Okay, so I, we don't need to watch it, but uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, one of my heroes, uh, he <laughs> he's really good at shutting people down. There was something recently about him shutting down a seven-year-old girl who said she wanted to live on Jupiter. He said, oh, you want to live on a planet that has no walkable surface and is negative 200 and something degrees? And, and he just laid it out. Anyway, in that same conversation I had with somebody on Twitter, uh, it said, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson chooses between Millennium Falcon or Starship Enterprise. Any guesses what he chose? Uh, he better have chosen correctly. Uh, well, you know he didn't. He's, he's an astrophysicist, bro. What do you think he chose? He had Sorry. to choose the realistic one instead of the cool one. Of course. So he chose the Enterprise for various reasons. Look, links in the show notes. It's hilarious because I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Anyway, so I just threw that in there for fun. All right, so let's get to TV. We have Rebels announced. That they're getting a season three. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, season two is so <laughs> kicking so much butt right now. Yeah, and there's no chance that was never getting a season three, I don't think. Uh, so that's happening. What else do we have? Um, so a couple things of Star Wars on TV besides their spots for The Force Awakens. Um, the first one is SNL last week decided to do, cause if you remember like 10 years ago, they did, uh, auditions for the original Star Wars. Yes. And it was like Christopher Walken trying to be <laughs> Han Solo. It was like Walter oh, Matthau cool. being Obi-Wan. Um, it was pretty funny, but this one, it's the auditions for Star Wars, The Force Awakens. And it's really, really funny. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely worth a watch. We have a link in the show notes. Uh it's I'm not I don't want to give any spoilers because it's really fun to watch. Uh there's some familiar faces, there's definitely some fun being had. It's it's definitely a good sketch. And then uh, you know, actually I I, I love award shows, but I've never gotten on board the AMAs. You know, the American Music like Awards. Award shows, bro. But well, I mean, I love the Oscars. They I, bore me to I like the Emmys and I like the Tonys. Those yeah. are my favorites, right? Yeah. And you can, you know, no, I know you love them. I got a bag for yeah. you. And I was just giving you crap. I don't thank you. 
And, uh, but so on the AMAs, uh, all of a sudden Harrison Ford walks out on stage <laughs> and he starts talking about how great John Williams is, is great. And so they, he references Jaws and Indiana Jones and E.T. And then he says Pentatonics, who I love because I love acapella music. Oh yeah, acapella is great. Um, they start coming out and they start doing Star Wars music, acapella. It was so And then they're, they're backed by an orchestra, which kind of defeats the purpose of acapella, but it was very great. But then they went, then they did it together. They did. And so that was a weird little mashup. It was weird, but really cool at the same time. Yeah, they did very well. So we got a link in the show notes too. So check it out. It's a great video of the Pentatonics performance on, on the AMAs, but it also includes the Harrison Ford intro, which I thought was very nice. Yes. Very cool. Um, that's it for Star Wars on TV. All right, man. Well, uh, let's get into games real quick. Uh, Star Wars games have been very, uh, I mean, look. They've been active all over. I mean, I didn't put this in the show notes, but, uh, Uprising has, uh, has released, uh, uh, Cloud City. Yep. Is now playable and they're releasing another planet. And I can't remember what it is, but. Well, and, and I haven't, I've fallen off the Uprising thing. But I've recently started playing the one we're going to talk about right now, and it's Galaxy of Heroes, which we talked about last week. So much week, fun. Believe, right? Yeah, we mentioned that it was coming, that it started out. And, and we both have dived in, you, you more so than me, but I, I love the game. It's really a lot it's of fun. It's addicting. It is yeah. so much fun. And, uh, so they have a new, look, check out the game. And they don't have a, a cartel thing like the other games do, do they? Like an alliance thing? Yeah, they do. Oh, you they have do? to get to a certain level and then you can oh, do it. That's um, why. Cause I'm only level seven. Yeah, and uh, I I just got to level thirty six today. Um, so you're better than me. I am. Well, that goes without saying. Sounds good. Um, if you uh, if you're friends with me on Swotor, uh, it's uh, my name on uh, Galaxy of Heroes is the same as my main. Alilda. Yeah. So there you go. I'm Doc Pops. Yep. Shocker. Level, level seven. <laughs> you probably won't be able to find me because I am not eligible for that content. Uh, I'm excited because I uh, in a random poll I got a four star Darth Maul. Oh, you're the man. Kicks booty. You're the man. Um, we mentioned last week or the last episode, uh, the Force Collection uh, app, um, that they're uh, doing daily tokens that you can log in and earn, so you can uh, get the be the the Force Awakens cards when they get released in January. Very cool. So you know, I haven't been playing it still, but I've been log- making sure I log in every day to get those tokens because I want to get those cards. No, for sure, do that. And then we have what a Star Wars card trader. Yeah, the Star Wars card trader, which I know you basically you log in every day to get your tokens. Yeah, I, I get cards sometimes. Yeah. But... Um, well, they've started a new event. It's running all month long. Okay. And it's called the Journey to the Dark Side event. And it basically, it's a Sounds set of... out of my alley. It's, it basically, <laughs> it's a set of cards detailing Anakin's fall to the dark side. Ooh. And what it is, is... That sounds cool. Yeah. There, it's a set of 29 cards, three different variances. So three different colors. You can get metal, blue, and black. Cool. Right. And then you can trade them in, and they're Smuggler's Den. So if you get 10 blacks, you can trade that in for uh, a black. Or if you get 10 metal, you can trade that in for a black. You get three blues, you trade that in for a black, right? Cool. If you get all black, uh, all 29 blacks, um, you can trade it in for a gold uh, card. And that gold card is one of three that are special cards that show the ultimate redemption of Anakin from cool. Jedi. Sounds complicated and a little racist. It is a little bit. <laughs> but no, you get one gold card if you do the metal ones. You get one gold card if you get all the blues. You get one gold card if you get all the blacks. Nice. Now, the thing is, is if you buy certain credits, you can earn red versions of these cards. And if you get all four colors, you get a special card that they haven't even announced yet. 
Cool. Um, I'm not I'm doing not, all of that. No, I'm not being, cool. no, it's a, it's a cool event. I like that it's lasting a month to give you some time. Yeah. Um, I don't put any money into this, so there's right. no way I'm going to get it all. That's good. Point. But I've actually I've played enough where I've actually gotten, I think, four of the metal cards. Okay. And they're pretty cool looking cards. Neat. So check cool. it out. Awesome. Uh, so quick Battlefront news. Yeah. Uh, Battle of Jakku DLC is out. Uh, and look, if you didn't pre-order it, it'll be out on the 8th, which will be next week. But, I mean, it's out now for those who pre-ordered, and I didn't. And yeah, and we actually ran into somebody at, at dinner today who right. was raving about the uh, the the forest uh, uh, scene, which yeah. we didn't get to play during beta. And, and I think, I yeah, it would have been nice to have played indoor, actually. It would have been nice to get that sense, because we only played Hoth, and uh, um, that was all we played, actually. Yeah, we almost played Hoth. Yeah, back then. Uh, alright, so Battlefront is still going. Uh, like I said, I may, I may acquire it in December. Yeah, and actually EA announced that they sold more than they expected. So yeah. it's been a bigger title than they thought. Good. And, you know, on a bigger Star Wars title, I mean, that means they're making a lot of money. Yes. Alright. Uh, now, there's a couple things I threw in here just for merchandise, just kind of for fun. Uh, but, we have a Star Wars advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sent me that. I thought that was pretty cool. And and I didn't I didn't even read it all. My wife sent this to me, and I thought it was funny because we do an advent calendar for the kids just because my wife wants them to open every, something every day. It's not a religious thing or anything, but right. Um, and but there was very specific things you have to do to make it a Star Wars advent calendar. So we have a link in the show notes if you're interested in, in doing that. I think it'd be yeah. fun. And then we have Force Awakens uh, gets its own ice cream. Yeah, I think this is important, and I haven't heard about this, so please inform me. Oh well. Guess what the flavors are? Uh, <laughs> Come on. How am I not getting this? <laughs> Come on, bro. It's Star Wars. What do you think it is? Chocolate chip? Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> Vanilla Light and side chocolate. and dark side. Come on. Um, I don't know what's in it. I'm guessing it's... Fudge. And I don't stuff. know. Anyway, so, but it's from... Um, what is it? Ample Hills Creamery, in, in conjunction with Disney, has unveiled two limited edition Star Wars flavors. The dark side is ultra dark chocolate ice cream with a special fudge brownies, choco ch- crispies, and white chocolate pearls. Holy oh, crap. That sounds like a heart attack. And the light side, which is bright marshmallow ice cream with homemade crispy clusters, as well as a smattering of handmade choco crispies. Cocoa. Holy. Cocoa Krispies. Holy crap, dude. Yeah, they both sound amazing. I'm not too much on the, the marshmallow flavoring. No. But I, I would definitely try the, you know, I I think we might have to make a run uh, by Safeway soon. Uh, I mean, just for what? For the dark side? Oh, yeah. Racist. That's fine. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> let's see how many times there's going to be racist in this episode. Racist. Racist. All right. So, Force Awakens ice cream, I think that deserves a heavy perch in our merchandise section. Yes. Um, and then we also have Google Star Wars. Sorry. Yeah, I checked it out for the first time today, actually. Yeah. And uh, uh, no surprise, you chose the dark side. Racist. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know, I had no idea that, that Waze had been gobbled up by Google. Because um, I actually like Waze as a travel. Uh, I've been using it, too, mm-hmm. per your recommendation. It's been fun. Um, but it's cool there oh, that I did hear that you could incorporate C-3PO as your navigator. And, that, and that's what I was going to say. So three C-3? C-3PO, Navigator. So, like, you incorporate, you know, basically Google, all their stuff. Google Drive, uh, Gmail, Waze, um, and all their Google stuff. 
basically once you choose a thing and sync yeah, it, it up. Yeah, it was kind of cool. You know, once it, it I did it, happens. and then I had a loading bar when I was going into a loading screen. It was a lightsaber, it's a lightsaber yeah. which is badass. So that's pretty fun. Check it out. We have a link in the show notes if you can't find Google. Yeah, it's basically google.com slash Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, not rocket science. Anyway, uh, but Waze I think is cool. Having C-3PO tell you how to go, where yeah. to go would be pretty sweet. Uh, all right, man, so let's get to the park news. Park news? <laughs> you know, I could just totally hear C-3PO saying, I am fluent in more than six million <laughs> forms of communication, and I still don't understand that hand gesture that that person <laughs> showed me. He's like, I don't even know where the hell you are. <laughs> 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 you know what's going to be awesome is the fact that C-3PO is fluent in six million forms of communication and he knows he's going to mispronounce street names. <laughs> That's awesome. Park news? Uh, yeah, park news. Go ahead. Disney releases loads of new details about Season of the Force. So, this is something, I think we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. They were starting to do some stuff in the parks. Yes. And there's a bunch more stuff. If it's all redundant, then we will cut this. But, uh, oh, that looks so cool. Doesn't that look cool? The cool part is the long time we go in the galaxy far, far away part. Right. How about, oh! how about is that? So we're looking at pictures of the Star Wars launch bay, uh, which is located on the lower level of the Tomorrowland Expo Center. We used to be interventions. Exactly, which we've talked about before. Uh, so the first order of stormtroopers patrolling the area outside the launch bay, which would be amazing. Uh, so there's a themed atrium with authentic replicas of Star Wars props. Guess yeah, me journey the to the dark side. Logo behind him. Oh, that's awesome. Guess me journey to the dark side and come face to face with Darth Vader, Darth Vader, or they may choose the light side by stopping at a makeshift rebel base to meet the most famous co-pilot of the galaxy, Chewbacca. Awesome. That would be cool. Um, and yeah, inside, there's going to be a store involved. Oh, naturally. Inside guess me encounter iconic characters, Vader, Chewbacca, Boba Fett. Uh, let's see. There's a cool intro with the crawl text on the floor. Uh, Launch Bay Theater. Guests will hear directly from the creative minds behind the Star Wars saga in a short video that ex- includes exclusive interviews with the directors, writers, producers. There's, of course, a cantina, which is a unique experience inspired by the Hive of Scum and Villainy. Again, I've talked about this. I don't like it. I'm not happy about it. Because they're not serving alcohol? Come on, dude. Are they at least serving blue milk? Can I get some Carillion brandy or whatever? I mean, what is Alderadian, it? Alderadian nectar. nectar. I mean, come on, help me out. Anyway, so the cantina becomes a gathering place uh, to make memorable photos, play hollow chess. I mean, this is just cool. So we have a link in the show notes. There's all kinds of stuff in here. A lot of props, a lot of replicas. Yeah, they're, they're adding stuff onto Star Tours, which we, a couple weeks ago, right. we showed, uh, or we talked about a, little, a new video part of it. Right. And then the other thing was Hyperspace Mountain, which... They actually changed the sign, Hyperspace Mountain. That's cool. So they changed Space Mountain to Hyperspace Mountain. And it basically, the popular Space Mountain attraction is reimagined as Hyperspace Mountain, uh, thrusting guests into an X-Wing Starfighter battle as they race through the galaxy. And I've heard through another podcast, have we talked about this before? I've heard through a pod, another podcast where at the end, there's something, you know how Space Mountain ends where you have the... They said something very Star Wars happens at the end. I have an idea of what that could be. But it's got to be hyperspace. I mean, you think? Because hyperspace mountain, but I'm just saying. Um, then we have Jedi training, uh, which, of course, uh, this reimagined battle uh, experience takes younglings oh, to the secret side of the ancient Jedi temple where they discover uh, if they have the makings of a true Jedi. That's adorable. It starts next week. Yeah, and this actually looks like it's well, yeah. got to be the same building where Captain EO was. 
Uh, I think it's a crot. Oh, it's not on the platform thing as it was. You're right. It might not be in the little outdoor thing. No, it's got to be somewhere inside. Yeah. Okay, because it says, and also villains such as Darth Vader and the Seven Sister Inquisitor from the popular Disney XD series Star Wars Rebels enjoy yeah. it. Uh, that's cool. Okay. And then let's see, Star Wars Path of the Jedi. What else do we have here? Short film compilation of Tomorrowland. Okay, that's got to be in the Captain EO. Okay, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. Food. Galactic Grill. That's <laughs> got to be at the lun- uh, the old lunching yeah, pad. Yeah, that's got to be at the where the uh, the pizza port. Yeah. Right? Uh, and oh, the, it could be the pizza port. I think yeah. it's the pizza port. I think it's what's happening here. Let's see, where is it talking about the food? Galactic Grill and Star Wars inspired menus. The Force takes over Tomorrowland Terrace. Oh, no, that's a terrace where... Yeah, the lunching uh, pad. Yeah. Uh, offer dark side and light the side Darth menu Tamale. What's all the racism? Uh, anyway, just kidding. For breakfast, uh, guests may enjoy blue corn Darth Tamale with scrambled eggs and chorizo. Oh, that's funny. You see that Darth Maul donut? Oh, it is. Pizza Port and Tomorrowland will also... Uh, offer Star Wars inspired menu items. Nice. Yeah. And the Darth Maul donut is amazing. All right, man. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. So when are we planning our trip here? Is this running through February when we can go down? I'm going to tell you what. I'm not going in February. I can't go in February. Anyway, we're trying to go in April, but it might be summer. I know. It's heartbreaking. Anyway, so season of the forest. Hopefully we can get down between now and then. Yes. That's the goal. Anyway, so I guess we're pretty much done with Star Wars. Well, you know, this is also a dry test run to see what's going to work in a Star Wars Star Wars land. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, I think that's all important testing. Yeah. And uh, we're going to get out of this. Now we're into pop culture. Yep. I'm going to go grab a beer. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Okay, so here we go. So we're out of Star Wars. Out of Star Wars. And we're going to get into pop culture, our last section of the show. And look, man, we're only... About an hour and a half? Hour and a half in. So let's... Oh, there's a whole bunch we're cutting. Yeah, I'm going to cut most of what you've said. (laughs) Just kidding. All right, man, so here we are. Rumor mill first? Yes. All right, so these are some fun ones. Yeah, I'm actually excited about a couple of these things. I mean, I... Uh, so let's do, let's do the second one first. I'm getting sick and tired. I'm already getting Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy 2 out. Mm-hmm. And mostly it's because it's James Gunn keeps saying, come out and saying, ignore the spoilers. You're feeding the fire, dude. So should you keep saying to stop talking about spoilers or should you just Seriously, not talk? James Gunn, pull a page from the J.J. Abrams playbook. No, we know we're talking. Don't feed the fire. No, we're talking. Okay, so anyway, we have a link in the show notes to some of that fun. Um, so yeah, he's basically saying people who are admin about, oh, you know, uh, Starlord's father is this, and this is this, and this is this. He's like, it's not true. Well, shut up. Yeah, with all the crap that was coming out about, seriously, <laughs> uh, with the whole thing about Luke's not on the poster. I know. As you, have you heard JJ really feed the fight? He came out and... He's rep- like, you're asking good questions. Exactly. <laughs> Don't feed it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then Aquaman. Aquaman, this is cool. It's cool. So what is this? Aquaman, Greenlander rumors. Oh yeah, and Justice League movies. Okay, so there's a rumor that they're all going to be PG-13. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, we we basically piggybacking on the conversation we had about Star Wars being PG-13. Okay, well, what was Man of Steel? Because that had so much violence. I think it. I think it was. Mm, that's a good point. But it was also like I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to be edgemacorrected here. Well, it was like. 
swaths of destruction and not right. like bloodied corpses. You know right, what I mean? Right. Um, let's uh, keep going. I'll, I'll tell you what it is in a sec. Uh, so we have Aquaman, Green Lantern, rumors, and Justice League movies, PG-13. Justice League makes sense, sort of, to me. Right? Yeah, it's, I mean, with the, I mean, with everything that's going on with Batman v Superman and violence and <laughs> stuff like that, it's, we'll get to. yeah, it's, I'm okay with PG-13 ratings. Yeah. Uh, let's see what it was. Man of Steel, 2013. It was... PG-13? It was PG-13. So, I mean, I mean, this just makes sense. I mean, I'm not upset about it. It's a rumor, though, still. And it's... Well, no, I think it's... The Justice Leagues are officially PG-13. Oh, are they? And the other ones are rumored they're going to be PG-13. All right. But, I mean, as it is... I mean, think about the... the All the... The Dark Knight trilogy was all PG-13, if not R. Right. So... And I, and I put this under, I think I did this Ben Affleck one, didn't I? Uh, Ben Affleck says Justice League movie, Justice League universe will be massive. And this, and this goes back to what we were talking about in the other real reviews episode. We were talking about how all these universes, let's start a universe, universe. And by the way, I remember which one it was. Um, I have it, I have it later. Okay. It totally makes sense because, I mean, actually, side note, one of the side projects that we do is I actually, I began teaching a genealogy class, right? And so we were talking about pop culture genealogies, and in the class, uh, somebody brought up uh, the question of what's older, DC or Marvel. Right. Well, DC is older. Right. I mean, Superman's been around longer, and Batman's been around longer than even Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos, which was in the 40s. Right. Um, which is older than any of the main Marvel titles. So they've been around longer, and they're just as wide-ranging as Marvel is. I right. mean, they go out into space, they've got... They go underwater. They, I mean, if any Marvel character, they've, I mean, hell, there's Ant Man and there's the Adam. The Adam, yeah. It's all they kind of mirror each other. So anyway, so anyway, so yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just whether they're going to plan it out well in advance and go with it with gusto, like Marvel has. Totally. So no more rumors. Yeah, that's it on rumors. Next is just hard breaking news. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) are you? Are you saying it's going to be heartbreaking news, or is it, or I'm going to let you go. I'm just going to go, okay, <laughs> um, I've been catching up on a whole bunch of stuff. So this week, I watched both Jessica Jones mm-hmm. and Man in the High Castle. I've started Jessica Jones, I've not started Man in the High Castle yet. Okay, I'm just going to, I mean, I referenced uh, um, Man in the High Castle earlier, so let me just get that out of the way. Loved it. One thing I love about it is the uh, the, the theme song, okay. which is Edelweiss, which is from Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. Um but it's done by a Swedish singer named uh, Jeanette Olsen, and okay. she's phenomenal. It's haunting, it's great. Um, yeah, it'll buy it the way it's because if Man High Castle is basically it's in a it takes place in 1962 in a world where the U.S. lost the, the World War Two, yeah, and so therefore Eastern United States is taken over by the Nazis, Western United States is taken over by the Japanese, and it's hinted at that Edelweiss is now the uh, national like national anthem okay. for the American cool. uh, Nazi uh, Reich. The it's American kind of badass, Reich. dude. It is. It's very good. It's very haunting and yeah. slow and methodical. It's very, very good. Um, the entire series is very well written, very well directed. I thought the time was uh, the the sense of time, and it was brilliant. Cool. Um, the ending was a little sh- short for me. Um, I think it was like it was like condensed. No, it was just sudden. Oh, okay. and okay. have not having not read the book yet. Yeah, it would make more sense if I had read the book. I'm sure you kind of know where it's going. I'd be curious to see what you think after you read the book. Yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely touch on this in a future episode. But uh, regardless of of the ending being cut, uh, I think it's cut short. Um, it's a great show. 
Go to Amazon. Check it out. Totally. Um, we both started watching Jessica Jones. It's really good. I finished it. I didn't finish it. Brilliant. I'm like episode four-ish yeah, or so. It is very well written. Yeah. David Tennant is great. Yeah. I like to watch these shows with the wife. Uh, we all started watching it together, the three we of did. us, actually. We watched the first two We episodes. watched the first two. Kate and I watched uh, the next one, I believe. Uh, but, you know, we're trying to play catch up on some other stuff, too. So I, I might finish it while she's gone this week, <laughs> just so we can finish this conversation. But yeah, anyway. The, um, the two things I do want to mention is it heavily teases Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. Um which is uh, which is great. Um, I mean, that's not a, a spoiler at all because we know he's the next person getting a series. Right. You're um, Luke Cage. Is he? You wrote Nick Cage. I did write Nick Cage. Isn't so, Nick Cage the guy that's from... That's an actor. That is Nicholas... Cut well, I'm going to go ahead and... No, no, not cutting that. Oh, no, you're cutting it. I'm going to go ahead and say I just changed it. Now go ahead and continue. I can't wait to leave this in. So, obviously, teases uh, Luke Cage because he's the next character to begin the show. And his character, like, that that scene we watch, okay, there's spoilers, minor spoilers. If you, I mean, look, we know what's Luke, what's, what is Luke Cage's power? Impenetrable skin. Right. So, there's two moments. In, and strength. Yeah, in the beginning of the series that we watch that are amazing. One, he pretty much takes a skill saw and rubs it up against his freaking massive six pack and where's the saw down and the saw is no longer a saw which is phenomenal and then there's the fight scene in the bar where he's looks just super bored. bored he's bored because he's like oh seriously oh yeah no i can't be hurt so this should be fun someone takes a broken bottle and stabs <laughs> him in the neck and he's like he's like He's like rolling his eyes half the time and batting people away. It's really and good. the actor they got to play Luke Cage is awesome. He's really good, and so, so the 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 show is fun. I, I'm it's not fun. It's dark, but oh, very dark. And I like that it's dark, and I like, but which it's is not why I think my wife isn't that adamant about watching it. Well, it's not. It's, I mean, because I still haven't watched Daredevil, but it's not Daredevil's as dark. Daredevil's yeah, but it's good. it's not dark in the way that Daredevil's dark. It's very. But it's, Daredevil has like light. Like, the the moments where it's dark, it's dark. And then, especially when you get the kingpin involved. But then, right. the interaction between uh, um, Daredevil and his and his little group right. are kind of, they can those can be light moments. But it's a dark show. Yeah, well, I mean, there are funny parts in, in Jessica Jones, too. Mm-hmm. But what it is, is, especially if you know anything about the history of American film, is this is classic film noir. Yeah. I mean, it's about a hard-boiled detective who's a hard drinker. Oh yeah, uh, She's sex pounding up, beers, pounding back, I know whiskey, whiskey back, yeah, everything. And uh, but even the music and the titles and everything is a flashback to old like uh, Kill Me Deadly and yeah. Pick Up on South Street. You know, old classic uh, noir films. It is very reminiscent of L.A. Confidential, which yeah. is neo noir, and but you could definitely get that that noir sense, and it's just classic. A lot of fun. I like it. Yeah, so I I highly recommend it. Get on Netflix right now and watch it. Boom. Um, this one I thought you would be uber excited about. Oh my god, seriously, it's a fun. I have the link in the show notes. There's a really fun little video. We all know who Peter Jackson is. Yes. So Peter Jackson's sitting there with his daughter, right? Yeah. He's the king of Middle Earth, and he's polishing his Emmys. Right? It's just hilarious. The whole time, four and a half minutes, he's polishing his Emmys. Oscars. 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 I didn't say Emmys. Oscars. See. You had one, I had one, so there we go. I'm not going to cut it. Boom. Um, So, polishing his Oscars, right? And his daughter is on the laptop, blah, blah. Oh, you got an email 
saying, um, you know, from somebody uh, from, what's his name? Stephen uh, Moffat. Stephen Moffat. Uh, they still want you to direct a Doctor Who episode. And he's like, oh, you know. And, and so they're talking back and forth. In the meantime, as they're talking, <laughs> Peter Capaldi comes walking in the background. <laughs> he's like. As Peter Capaldi does. As Capaldi does. And he's, you know, dresses Who, Doctor Who, and he's freaked out. Right. And he's like looking for something. You hear sounds in the background. Long and the short of it is. It's this whole little act about the, the, the news is he, Peter Jackson is going to direct a Doctor Who episode, but it's a lot of fun how they did it. So check out the video. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, at some point you see a Dalek. Oh, Spoilers. awesome. Spoilers. So it's pretty fun. Uh, and then they go running off because there's a little spoof in there where, where Peter Jackson is basically saying like, other things are better than Doctor Who and the writing isn't always that good. <laughs> and like, he keeps saying these things and at the end, it's pretty funny because they're like, uh, they hear something and they're like, oh, that reminds me of, oh, oh, what night is it? Oh, Walking Dead is on. And then so they go running off instead of, so anyway, stuff like that is pretty funny. So definitely check it out. Uh, but I'm stoked to see Peter Jackson. I can't wait to see that episode. Yeah, it'd have been. You should, you gotta watch it. It's pretty good, dude. No, what would have been, would have been great is if, uh, if Capaldi climbs in the TARDIS and says, oh, I'm just gonna go to the alternate dimension where you didn't split. Hobbit into three movies. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> one worse, one one and a half hour movie because the book is like two hundred fifty pages. Exactly. Um, so we have doc- more Doctor Who news. Christmas special synopsis and the title has been revealed, and I'm stoked about this. I love the Doctor Who Christmas specials. Uh, I know you're behind on Doctor Who, but but for me, uh, the Doctor Who at Christmas specials. Kate and I binge watched these, you know, a couple years ago caught up now in real time or whatever but the christmas specials are always something where they bring in other doctors they bring in other scenarios yeah it's always standalone these... it's not it's not in the 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 i mean it's in the, the timeline actual... but not in the timeline it's in the timeline what i love not. is it's it's how they introduced donna before they brought her mm-hmm. back a season later right. and um it it's some of the, the the best stories yeah and it looks like river song is coming back nice. which i'm very excited about so the the title will be called the husbands of river song uh, River Sun, I guess I should say, River Sun. It's Christmas Day on a remote human colony and the doctor is hiding from Christmas carols and, and comedy antlers. I don't know what that means. But Fake when antlers. a... <laughs> what? Fake antlers. No. This okay. funny. Yeah, I got it. But when a crashed spaceship calls upon the doctor for help, he finds himself recruited into River Song's squad and hurled into a fast and frantic chase across the galaxy. I can't wait. I, it's been a while. And I love... The Doctor with a song, regardless of who the Doctor is. True. What I'm actually looking forward to is that Capaldi is actually closer in age to Alex Kingston than Matt Smith or Tennant were. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see that dynamic. Totally. No, this is going to be fun. And it says something about a giant robot bodyguard is out of control and coming for them all. Uh, let's see. And when River Song work out who the doc, oh, will and will River Song work out who the doctor is? I don't know what that means because I think he knows. Well, maybe. Well, she would. He would know who she is. Oh, but she might not know him since he's changed. Okay, okay. And a bunch of supervillains. So I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, love it. Um, my last bit of TV news is yes, I will have to go back to last episode and admit Black Mirror is phenomenal. Yeah. Right. Uh, I am now actually ahead of Marshall because I've watched the well, Christmas special. I didn't episode. watch Christmas special and I didn't know, but the wife and I finished all of them. I actually watched them all again except for the last one I hadn't seen. Yes. 
And uh, John Hamm deserves an Emmy because he is brilliant in the Christmas episodes. So, uh, I I haven't seen it, but I'm excited. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. I am uh, actually backing up Marshall on that one. Yeah, it's a good show, dude. Um, it's one of the best shows. Yeah, we're actually we're not going to be doing another uh, one shot oh, with yeah. uh, with comics until next week. Okay. Um, but I did want to put out that Hateful Eight has released a digital comic. Uh, the first two pages were available in the December issue of Playboy, which okay. hit newsstands uh, no, uh, November 13th. But you can get to the entire eight-page release on Playboy.com, and we've got the links in the show notes. Very cool. All right, man, let's get to the crux of this before we get out of here. Um, yeah, we've got some movie news. Movies. Um, this has been... This in... is the one I was telling you about, that it's going to be a universe. Yeah, it's been about. in... Okay, you know, one of the people that have actually bought into the universe concept more than most is actually Vin Diesel. Yeah. As evidenced by his very promoting the Fast and the Furious universe. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, well, now it looks like they're going to be coming back with Riddick. I love Riddick. Uh, Riddick's already got three movies and a video cartoon. Games and video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like they're going to be bringing in a TV series and at that point you've got a universe. Yeah. And and this is the one I was trying to remember that Smith and them I think we're talking about saying right. that everything everybody wants to do a universe, but Riddick is already pretty much already there. Yes. So stoked about that. So this was actually did you see this or is I this did, me? That was you. Okay, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two trailer attached to Star Wars Force Awakens. This is surprising me a little bit, only because I never did you see the first one? I didn't, but I'm uh, yeah I'm not a. Uh really a fan of Megan Fox. Okay. I love Ninja Turtles. I my, do like my, the Ninja Turtles. My my youngest daughter Zoe loves the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. She's barely seen anything. I grew up with the animated series, mm-hmm. the 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 action figures. I never really read the comics, but I just loved the idea of them. And yeah, and what it was at the time of like radical, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Right. In and, school. Yeah, so. and as we've mentioned, I mean, as I mentioned in previous episodes, is the Ninja Turtles concept is basically a ripoff of, of Daredevil. Right. Because, you know, they're battling the foot, and Daredevil <laughs> always battles the hand. The hand, yeah, totally. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like I like Ninja Turtles. Um, I was surprised to see that trailer might be attached to Force Awakens. but Yeah, it, it, when they've already attached uh, Civil War, Batman right. v Superman, and... Um, what was the third one that they were already attached to it? Um, Talk about the other day. Anyways, there's yeah. three that they've already announced they're going to be on that, and they are all in that PG-13 sort of range. Yeah. Ninja Turtles going on there, I understand that. It yeah. might be just for the kids that are going to be in the audience. I think so. But it's still kind of an odd match. I think so. But, well, it'll play either way. Yeah, it will play. Uh, and let's see. So <laughs> you're excited for um, not only Deadpool, but Doctor Strange. Yeah. But- I'm excited about uh, Deadpool and Doctor Strange. So, this was actually cool. Have you seen this? I love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and here's the thing. So, we just watched this little... We have a link in the show notes. It's a little movie promo for Deadpool. And we usually do this kind of stuff in real reviews. Yeah, well, it's actually, it, was, it, was an, it was an ad for the Sao Paulo Comic Con. Yeah, and it was 25 seconds. Yeah. And it's just... He's trying to speak Spanish. He doesn't really care. He keeps turning and looking at somebody off screen as... As Deadpool does, he breaks the fourth wall a lot. And so he's looking over at somebody, and he's just like, is that right? Well, go, he's, go. because it's it's Sao Paulo, he's speaking yeah. Portuguese. And he's like, well, go F yourself. You know? <laughs> it's like, he doesn't care, and I love it. And it's it's going to be fun. And I, I cannot, again, I could say this every episode, I can't wait for Deadpool. So, um, 
Also, Doctor Strange started officially filming, started uh, production, and so they've released the uh, the final cast list. Yep, and the synopsis. So, what do you think? So, I'm 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 stoked. I mean, so we have let's see. Doctor Strange follows the story of a neurosurgeon, Doctor Stephen Stephen Strange, uh, after a horrific car accident, discovers the hidden world of magic and alternate dimensions. Doctor Strange's latest film in Phase Three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which we knew about, and let's see, uh, it's produced by Kevin Feige. I I love. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, I'm excited because Benedict Cumberbatch is great. And I think the third issue just came out this week of the, doc, the new Doctor Strange comic as well. Is it pretty good? Uh, I haven't read it yet. Oh, well, it's something to put on our list. Yeah, there we go. So I'm, I'm excited about this, dude. I, I'm, I like that he keeps... Uh, the, my experience with Doctor Strange, uh, segue from the Deadpool thing, is in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Because he shows up in Deadpool and he, and he helps him out. Right. It's good. Um, so there's a new Deadpool International poster, and we'll also get that up on, on Pinterest for you guys to see. <laughs> have you seen it yet? I have not. It's the best thing ever. Look, it's, it's self-explanatory. This could not be more Deadpool. Are you ready? <laughs> it says, badass, smartass, greatass. With Ryan Reynolds as <laughs> he's, Deadpool. He's grabbing his ass. Yeah, grabbing his ass and kind of sucking on his finger. <laughs> if he could through the red If he mask. could through the mask. It's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, the next thing is, is it looks like the Predator 4 script has been turned Look, in. Are you, are you a Predator fan? You know, no. I wasn't either. I never really watched them. But this is actually, I think, tying into the whole idea of the, the everybody wants a universe. Yeah. If you remember about 10 years ago, everybody started to get into the reboot phase. Yeah. They are rebooting Texas Chainsaw. They are rebooting Nightmare on Elm Street. They are rebooting Friday the 13th. Right. Uh, they rebooted The Hills Have Eyes. And now they're like doing that. it again. But they're not rebooting now. Now they're doing continuations of the series. Right. Like Prometheus for That's Alien. That's true. Yeah. Um, and we're actually going to get to another bit of news about that. That Ridley Scott has revealed that he has two more Pr- Prometheus sequels in mind after the sequel he's two doing more? now. Um, but his idea is uh, these four movies, Prometheus plus the one he's working on now, and then the next two, it's going to end where Alien starts. Wow. Alien, the first one. So okay. we're going to basically find out the origins of the alien and how it That's got to cool. be the point where, where, um, I'm drawing a blank on her character name, but Sigourney Weaver's character yeah. in Alien, um, finds it. Sounds good. So that'd be cool. And Ridley Scott is already doing good work. He is, uh, um, he was actually the, uh, the mind behind Man High Castle. Right. He is the main producer on that. Sweet. Um, they released some first images of Gal Gadot. In Wonder Woman. It's not a lot, but it's cool. It is. It is cool. And like we said, they already started <clears throat> in the last uh, episode. We uh, mentioned that they started filming them in the UK. Yeah. So that's cool for that. Um, just the, good. Well, Cal I mean, always looks good. I, mean, I just want to say that. Um, <laughs> um, before we get to our major piece of news, the yeah. uh, we're, we'll talk about the last bit of news here. Tom Cruise is actually in talks for the Mummy reboot. Now, oh, okay. this is actually going the other way where we just said it's doing a continuation of the saga. They're actually going to reboot it. But the reason being okay. is instead of having the standalone mummy stories that they had with Brendan Fraser, they're actually really day diving into the Universal Vault and they're going to be creating a whole universe like they did back in the 30s and 40s okay. where mummy is going to be tied to the Wolfman, is going to be tied to Dracula, which is going to be tied to Frankenstein. Oh, cool. And so all going to be a monster universe. That sounds fun. Very cool. Um, I hope and they do it. If they get Cruz, I mean, that's a money you maker. Got, you got some money maker right there. And plus, they're already looking at a female character in The Mummy. There you go. And uh, one that I think would be great for that would be... Um, Me? 
dude, and I did this a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it. Uh, she's in Doctor Strange. Um, Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah. I think she would be a great mom. Totally. I'd make a great mommy. Oh, that or the actress playing uh, the Chrome Guard. Oh, um, Gwendolyn Christie. Yes, that would be a good uh, one as well. That would be cool. I remember the name and you didn't. I know, right? Go me. Yeah, go after after yourself. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right, Deadpool. So, what do we got next? The big news. The big one. uh, A bomb dropped on pop culture this week with the official release of the Captain America Civil War trailer. I mean, holy crap, right? Wow. (laughs) And it's... Okay. We watched this like four times together. (laughs) This trailer is disgusting. In in the way that like, I would watch it almost as many times as I would the Star Wars trailer. Okay. I don't normally do this. I want you to read exactly what you put in the show outline and then what I added. Uh, I said this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I said, new Captain America Civil War trailer kicks off phase three. And I added... And he had it and kicks ass. <laughs> and by the gods does it. Let me tell you. So. <laughs> I mean, it really set up the story. Right. And okay. So, and there's a little controversy out there. And I know crazy for Comic-Con, Tony Kim. Yes. One of the things he actually put a post up because he was one of the people that uh, excluded himself from watching any Star Wars trailers. Okay. He didn't want any spoilers. And he watched this one and he's thinking maybe he should not watch any more going forward because Marvel does a good job of giving away a lot of the story plot yes. in, in some of their trailers. But I think in this, I don't know if it's a, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where this falls. And I'm, and I'm curious to see where you think. But although you do get a lot of story from this trailer, you kind of have to when it's called Civil War. Yeah. It's like you have okay. to see like why, why is, why is, uh, Iron Man mad at Cap? At Cap. Okay. What I think they absolutely had to touch on in the trailer was that the crux of the whole movie yeah. is Iron Man versus Cap. Right. That's the battle. And it's over Bucky Barnes and the thought of, of superhero registration. Right. And you get that in the trailer. Yeah. The one thing that they showed in the trailer that I wish they didn't were wide shots of battle scenes. Yeah. Because in that, you actually see who's fighting behind who, and it wastes the drama of who's on whose side. Well, and that's the thing. And in and, and the course of a film, and I'm glad you brought that up, in the course of a film, it would be nice to, to see, like, okay, in this in this trailer, focus on those two. Mm-hmm. Show the Bucky Barnes piece. Show Caps, Matt, show and Iron close-ups. Man. But don't show me exactly who is flying behind Cap and who is flying behind Iron Man exactly. in the trailer, because you're right. It's like, now I know what side Scarlet Witch is on. Exactly. Now I know what side. Do we know what side uh, um, Black Panther's on? I don't remember. I don't know if we saw that. But we did see well, a glimpse of Black Panther. You do see Panther. a glimpse of Black Panther because this is going to be his introduction to the Marvel yeah, Universe. Which he looks amazing. He does look amazing. Uh, uh, Chadwick Bosworth is phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Um, the one thing I'm glad they did not put in, and if you're any fan of Marvel the Civil War, you already know this going in, but spoiler alert, if you're not, they did not show Spider-Man at all. They didn't. Which I'm excited that they didn't. I hope they don't. Yeah. I... I I'm with you. I I, got, I want that because Marvel, true Marvel fans are going to know he's there. Mm-hmm. And especially people who follow the behind the scenes drama that's been going on for the last couple of years. We know that he's going to be in Civil War. Right. But I want the common fan who has no idea who's going to go there like, and oh see, like, God, holy crap, Spider-Man. what is yeah. Spider-Man doing there? But also, I kind of secretly, you know, and if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen this trailer a few times already. I would like to actually see, I mean, and I and I'm not... 
I I have them. I have I I, I want to go back and 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 read the Civil War comics, but I secretly want Spider-Man be the middle guy. I want him to try to bring it together, and I think that's probably where this is probably going. But I don't know. So that's cool. Um, I'm excited about this. My favorite part, and we we rewound it a couple times. Oh, a couple times. Sure. Yeah, and then for the first time we watched it, we were watching it on my <laughs> iPhone. Then of course we had to bust it out on Xbox on his TV to watch it in HD. <laughs> and so they show the fight scene at the end where at the end of the trailer. At the end of the, the trailer, movie. well, we have to assume it's probably towards the end of the movie, but maybe not. But Barnes and Cap are fighting Iron Man. Iron Man's in the middle. And both of them are just trying to wail on this on Iron Man's Dude, suit. They're wailing and they're on like this titanium passing, suit, and they're like passing the uh, passing the uh, the shield, the shield back and forth. Yeah. And so they're like bouncing it off him, grabbing it from the other guy, hitting him, bouncing it off him. Yeah, the, so the best cool. part is you know the cap throws it at Iron Man, and they're seriously all within like a five foot radius. Here. Oh yeah, they're all like super close. Yeah, and so Cap throws it at Iron Man, it bounces off, Bucky catches it, hits him, <laughs> then holds it up, tosses it up in the air, Cap catches it, hits him again. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, it's freaking Take sick. all my money! Yeah, yeah, no, you already got my money. I'm gonna see it twice. Yes. You have $20 out of me, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, it's gonna be sick. I'm excited about it. Uh, so there we are. Let's, yeah, we'll end on, let's end on that. That's it. So that's the end of our news. All right, man. So let's get out of here. And, you know, look, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, we packed a lot in today. We did. And we, we're we sorry we missed last week. But look, holidays happen. And we have a lot of fun stuff that actually we want to announce soon. Mm-hmm. We have some things in the works. So stay with us. And we appreciate uh, patronage and anything else you can help us out with. And, and we'll keep doing out, doing what we do. We we'll, do what we we'll, do, you do what you do. And couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. So thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. We welcome all feedback. So if you have comments or questions, you can find us at the usual podcast.com, email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sortor Network. Maybe Google Play soon, who knows? <laughs> uh I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, and again, maybe Google Play. Uh, and take time to give us positive ratings. We like getting one or two in between episodes. It's fun. And audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. And of course, help us out a buck or two an episode, patreon.com slash the usual podcast. Get yourself some 21st Amendment ale. Dude, I will send you a six pack of this madness. You'll, you'll fall asleep immediately. Immediately. <laughs> so anyway, anything else? That's it for me. All right, man, we're out. So thanks again, and we'll see you all next week.